Welcome to another episode of Florida Man Weekly. I'm Corn and I'm Stubbs. Man, this weather's been beautiful, huh? Yeah, I mean, I can't really complain over the past couple of weeks. I mean, it was chilly that one weekend, but today and yesterday, I mean, almost perfect. Yeah, I no complaints here, man. It's uh, it's better than that whole uh, slave hot thing we were doing <laughs> a couple months ago. I mean, I wouldn't know about that. You know, uh, oh, might, might be oh. privileged uh, <laughs> to know about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know either, but uh, uh, we'll just go along with that. All right, we're going to move on to our first story. We're going to call this one Doc McStuffins. This one comes out of Pinellas County. Um, have you ever had any uh, police interaction stubs? Yes, uh, I have quite a few times in my younger, like early 20s and late teens. Oh, okay. Let me guess. Violent gang member? Always. I mean, you got me. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's what tattoos mean, apparently. Right? Ah, <laughs> so, okay. Okay. I, yeah, that's, so that's what those teardrops mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, nothing major. Just major. Uh, I mean, just mainly like being too loud, disorderly conduct. Not disorderly conduct, but disrupting the peace from parties and whatnot, you know, my rebellion days. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've only had a bunch, a whole b- sh- a buttload of uh, speeding tickets because I <laughs> wanted to be a street racer and living it in Kissimmee with all my uh, Hispanic friends, I thought I was a street racer and clearly <laughs> I was not. Doing this, right? <laughs> all right, but uh, this guy had a uh, different kind of interaction. This one comes out of Pinellas County. Um, Martin Skelly, 41 years old. He was uh, out of McDonald's, you know, go to McDonald's, you get your uh, your uh, uh, dollar menu right. or your uh, the Big Mac or your uh, sure. McRib. Yeah. or Typical McDonald's. Yeah, your staples. standard. But this guy, uh, he was arrested and caught with a uh, <laughs> with a 28-gauge needle filled with meth. In his arm? <laughs> Either just out, right. out and about. The story didn't really say, but police ended up arresting him and finding this uh, needle with all this meth in there. So as he's being arrested, they ask him if he had any other drugs on him, and okay. they said, "If you, you better tell us now, otherwise you're going to get some additional charges." Of course. So right. he's like, "Well, I don't have nothing, Ossifer, and uh, blah blah blah, and uh, you can't, you can't take. You me. can't tell me anything. Yeah, all that good stuff." So they take him to jail. Uh, during intake, they search him, and then they start, and they find another bag of meth deep in his belly button. Wait, this guy, what? yeah. So, so obviously, has an any. <laughs> a major idiot. I guess you would have to. I mean, how far back to you know these? Even when I go? was bigger, I don't think my belly button could have held a whole bag of meth. <laughs> but this guy is five nine, three hundred eighty pounds. Whoa. So I think that's some Whoa, serious yeah. hiding space right there. Yeah, absolutely, especially inside a belly button. I could probably assume there's probably some other things where he could hide it too. Definitely, definitely. So, um, so of course that's uh, that's uh, an additional felony. <laughs> Uh, for uh, introducing contraband into a correctional facility. Right. But I don't know if I would be willing to do the drugs that I hid in my belly button. Have you ever seen the stuff that comes out of your belly button? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I typically shower every day, so I don't you have any. Typically in shower my, every day, so not, I don't have much stuff in my belly button because I shower. <laughs> so I'm not sure what you're getting at. <laughs> Do you have random stuff in your belly button? No, just like you know, just like a jelly bean here and there. But it's <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but. Are you really? No, I'm I'm 100% <laughs> joking. I'm the cleanest guy you've ever, ever known in your life. But 
I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I'd yeah. I don't know if I'd want the drugs. Any at sort that of point. orifices in the body. Yeah, yeah I probably I would mean, be you know willing to do any sort of anything. I mean, I already don't do drugs, but if it was even I don't know. Well, I don't know what I what I like a, a drop of a shot of vodka doing body shots off of people right so it's a big thing in bars yeah um, is they pour uh, some some liquor like usually in the belly button yeah I've been the coyote ugly right especially coyote yeah. ugly I don't do that because I I don't like drinking things or eating things off yeah of I mean that's so how I'm pretty been. sure that's how the Walking Dead started is people oh, doing body yeah, shots and stuff yeah, yeah. absolutely right. <laughs> the <haunted laughs> virus or some shit and zombies. Yeah, that's crazy. So I thought this story is actually going to where when he said about that 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 fourteen gauge needle that he's going to be another one of these lawsuits that he's going to go against McDonald's, uh, you know, because there's always crazy people trying oh, to yeah. sue McDonald's. It's like, oh no way, he found a fourteen yeah, gauge needle. Yeah, he ordered a Big Mac and found a twenty eight <laughs> gauge needle full of meth. <laughs> full of meth. No oh, man. So so apparently he did it. So he's incarcerated, uh, drug addict, obviously. So man, glad this glad this guy is off the streets, and uh, I'm glad McDonald's is safe. And someone needs to, to live another day. Right. Right. Man, make sure guys, uh, Movember, make sure you're cleaning your belly button. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and stay away from that dollar menu. You don't know what you'll find. Oh <laughs> man, All right. the old Florida cocktail right. strikes old Florida again. Cocktail. Yep. All right, so we're gonna move right along to to our second story here. Uh, this one that we're gonna bring up has been widely uh, talked about in the news media over this past week. We <laughs> we broke it almost a week ago, and since then, um, it has just started to blow up all over. So you may or may not have already heard about it. Now, this comes out of St. Lucie County. Um, and what do you think we're seeing on the screen right there, Corn? Um, some sort of uh, baking soda. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It looks like, it looks like it's cut like that, maybe. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are listening, uh, what we're looking at is... Uh, a little over, I don't know, a couple ounces of Coke, uh, powdered form. Um, it's next to a penny, and then you have a mugshot. Uh, that mugshot is Joseph Zach. He's a 37-year-old, once again, out of St. Lucie County. Uh, so talking about police encounters. Okay. okay, okay. Uh, this, this happened to be a chance police encounter as well. Okay. That led to uh, this story coming up. Uh, so let me guess. He had an eight ball just hanging out of the car, or what? like swinging it around. Just swinging yeah, it around. Right. He's not, that not, coyote yeah. ugly getting litty, litty <laughs> titty. Not quite. He was at a motel though, so who knows <laughs> what was actually happening? Oh man! Uh, initially, <laughs> let me guess. Uh, married, meeting a hooker, or <laughs> the, the, the story didn't go in too in depth. I mean, okay. if we want to call this guy up. Uh, on the prison phone and see what sort of interview. We maybe next phone. season maybe we, we will. Maybe yeah, next we season we will. Next season, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so no, so this guy, like any typical criminal, uh, you know, it's the small things that lead to the big arrest. And what happened was he was driving, didn't come to a complete stop at a stop sign. Something so simple, blew the stop sign, and immediately uh, there were lights and sirens behind him. Jeez, uh, when right. will these guys know? You break one law at a time. Oh if you're yeah, driving exactly. with drugs, yeah. make sure you're, you're the best, you're driver, the best on the driver ever. It is so oh, safe, man. <laughs> right? So he immediately got, he got pulled over uh, when the police officer walked up to the door of his car you know asking for the traditional license registration yeah. uh, the, the officer noticed that there was a baggie of white filled substance <laughs> in the car <laughs> <laughs> just right on the passenger seat or the dashboard yeah, exactly that was oh, like when, when the when the, uh, the center console there um so 
the, the, the officer's like, yeah, what do you have there? Yeah. He's like, oh, it's nothing. He's like, yeah, I don't believe you. It's nothing. Because I also see an empty bottle or empty can of Budweiser also <laughs> there. So you have an open container. Uh, you blew a stop sign. You have what I'm pretty sure is probably some sort of cocaine. You're giving me probable cause now to search and test. Oh, that's right? a wrap. That's a wrap yeah, for this absolutely. guy. Came out. Uh, the, the officer did test it. It was positive for cocaine. Who knew, right? Right. So uh, when the officer asked him, he was like, hey, why do you have cocaine in your car as test positive? And the dude was like, uh, I, I don't know, officer. Typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wind must have blown it into my car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, we've Whoa. had a couple blustery days here. Yeah, you know, it's been pretty past windy. Week, yeah. Right. Uh, but you have to have a pretty good gust to pick up a little baggy uh up into the air and actually go through the window and land on someone's seat. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I kind of believe him. You kind of believe him. Yeah. I had something like that happen to you before. Uh, but <laughs> never. <laughs> but, I mean, it's creative enough. I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But the, <laughs> the funniest part about this story is if I'm going to do drugs mm-hmm. in the car alone, why would you pick Bud, Bud Light? I'm going to choose one of these nice craft beers like this. <laughs> Drink it. It tastes way better. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's blowing stop signs. Something so simple not to get pulled over for. Of course, he's going to drink Budweiser or Bud Light or whatever it was. And he'll sit at a motel probably drinking uh, uh, as well. So who knows? What I wonder his, if we need to add were. Bud Light to the the uh, meth and oxycodone.org. Oh, man. Do you think so? Anyways, he is arrested. Um, he is awaiting trial. Uh, so not only was he booked on drug paraphernalia, but obviously DUI because of the open container, mm-hmm. uh, failure to stop, a stop sign, another one, um, and providing f- uh, false information to a police officer during the investigation <laughs> as well. So it just racked up, right? So yeah. any potential criminals out there, one, don't. I mean, it, it's stupid. But if you are going yeah. to... Whenever you are doing one, make sure you are the angel of everything else so you don't get away yeah. with that one. And if you're driving sense. around with drugs, just make sure it's not open on the passenger seat or the dashboard just in case you do get pulled over. I mean, I mean this is... Yeah, you don't want to give away your freedom yeah, to the cop. Criminal 101. <laughs> Going just back to don't, this. Don't have your drugs visible. There's a class at Daytona State. Take it <laughs> for God's sake. Please. Valencia, I think I heard. (laughs) 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 They have three levels. (laughs) What was the other one? That big online one as well? It's like... Syracuse online or oh oh um <laughs> yeah I know yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. I know what you're talking about find, find whatever online college is advertising <laughs> for you <laughs> that you see in your advertisements and go sign up for a criminology class ooh yeah. these criminals I know all this know. Uh, all this windy all these drugs blowing in the cars is making me thirsty uh yes yeah, so we're gonna go on to your favorite segment now which is our Florida beverages I love my drinks. <clears throat> So what we've done all season, as you've made them know, we have picked either a Florida brewery and we've either picked a winery as well um, to feature here and talk a little bit about what they have to offer. Um, so going right along with that, we're picking a beer out of close to us. Now, this is actually from Volusia County out of Ormond Beach City, which is if you're not familiar with Volusia County or Daytona, Ormond is like a little subset um, of it uh, right to the north. Very cool little place. Uh, and this is called... Oceanside White India Pale Ale from Tomoka Brewing Company. Very good beer. Now, we picked this beer for a reason. So, 
The Tomoka Brewing Company was actually our area's first brewery that oh. we had here um, in Ormond Beach. They have since uh, launched another location over in Port Orange, which mm-hmm. is to the south of us. Well, today was the Ormond location's last day oh, uh, to be open, uh, but their Port Orange office is still open, or okay. their brewery That's good is still open. That's good to hear. So we decided to pick one, and we wanted to feature them uh, to kind of pay a homage to the first uh, brewery that we had here in our area, and just kind of say farewell to the Ormond location. Uh, so without further ado, we're going to pop it open and sort of get into it. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Mocha. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, so this uh, this beer is made with uh, some some wheat and pilsner malt, and also has uh, a lot of grapefruit rind uh, or peel that they also brew it with. They actually say that they use quite a lot of the grapefruit to kind of get that flavor. You can definitely get it. Definitely has a slightly bitter aftertaste, but not bitter enough to take away from the flavor of the beer. Yeah, they say it has a, a pretty hoppy. Uh, front taste, I do like at the very immediate, very tip of the tongue. You can taste the hops, uh, but I think that bitter from the peel, uh, from the grapefruit taste, kind of covers it. And I, I love grapefruit; it's probably one of my favorite fruits ever, uh, just because it is so bitter yet sweet at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did a really good job of blending the flavors of the hops as well as with the grapefruit here. Uh, so yeah, uh, once again, this is uh, the White India Pale Ale, and I want to go ahead and uh, go into our rating system. And for those of you who are new, uh, you know, or for those of you who have stuck with us for the past 10 episodes, um, we do use the Hurricane category system 1 through 5, where 1 being the puny and doesn't really live up to our <laughs> standards, and 5 being a headbanger, Florida man out in the middle <laughs> of uh, the storm. Yeah. All right? So for me, I'm going to taste it one more time just before I give it a rain, just to make sure. Yeah, that's good. So for me, I'm going to give it a four. Nice. Uh, it's very drinkable. And like I said, it's, I think it's a lot because too of the grapefruit flavor for me. So, um, I'd give this a cat three. Solid all-around beer. Not too uh, – the bitter aftertaste is a little bit much for me. But I do like the flavor of the beer. It's just the finish. I do not really care for it that, that much. Mm-hmm. But I could drink this – Fairly often, and I bet this would pair well with the, uh, several uh, of your standard oh, absolutely. foods. And I feel like this always to be like a good like summertime. Beer yes, very, well. very, very, uh, very, very so. appropriate summer summer yep. beer. All right, so thank you once again, Tomoka Brewery, for leading the way for all our current microbreweries that we have here in the area. Um, best of luck to you in Port uh, Port Orange, uh, where you are. And if you want to go check them out, check them out at tomokabreweryco.com. And once again, this is the Oceanside White India Pale Ale. Thank you for paving the way, Tomoka Brewery. That's right. Thank you. All right, we're going to move on to our third story. (laughs) This one's out of Miami Beach. Um, Have you ever gotten into any public altercations with women, Stubbs? Once. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell. (laughs) It was at a beer fest. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so actually, it might have been an Orange Crush Fest. So, are you familiar with the Orange Crush? Yes. 
So one of the best drinks ever. This was back once again when I was living up in Virginia. Everything that ever happened to me exciting seems to happen to me when I was in Virginia. Um, but yeah, so we're at a, it was called Ocean, or not Ocean, was, I think it was called Orange Fest. And it's this big festival that's put on, and it's all about orange crushes. And they bring in all these bands and everything, and they rock on. It's a good, like, two-day festival. And you did you win the fight? So, uh, it depends on how you, what you define as win. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, <laughs> so uh, a couple of roommates uh, and myself met up with uh, some friends that we had, female friends, uh, more of their friends than mine. I haven't met them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out to the Ocean Crush, uh, the Ocean Crush Fest or whatever it's called, um, and we we're out there partying, no big deal, you know, having a bunch of bunch of orange crushes, uh, living the life, and then this girl said something to me this this friend uh, mm-hmm. of a friend said something to me so i had a bottle of water and i went to go like fake throw it on her oh. i didn't though oh. right <laughs> nothing even nothing landed on not even a drop of the sweat of the bottle landed oh, on her man. the next thing i know i'm wearing orange crush <laughs> all over me in my face wow and this chick was i mean she was lit i mean she was super drunk gone to it and i just turned around to my friend i was like what's going on with your person right now <laughs> he's like dude don't worry i'm sorry about it and walked away so I'd, i've never hit a person in public or a girl in public uh, i should say but that was our, my only public altercation if you so will. basically just to sum it up you assaulted a female yeah with uh with some wind that came off my water bottle <laughs> i'm joking me the last airbender <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, um, well, hopefully you've never experienced anything like this story. We have Esperanza Gomez, 33, out of Miami Beach. So she's with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They're they're at a local bar. They're drinking beers through about 3 a.m., talking, doing what couples do, having a good time. Sure, absolutely. So a female friend joined them. She stayed for a couple hours, and then she left. No issues, blah, 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 just friends. <laughs> After the woman left, Esperanza decided to accuse her boyfriend of wanting to bed the woman. <laughs> Just a random accusation. So all the alcohol is uh, running Blowing through her now, veins, right? and that jealousy is coming out because I'm sure this friend was probably a lot more attractive than this mugshot right here. I mean, if you're... <laughs> <laughs> Man. I mean, you know, each each their own. You know, yeah. So, and you know, uh, I mean, are you familiar with uh, Hispanic women? Uh, by familiar, you mean I know people? I know <laughs> Hispanic. Do you know how feisty they can be? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's yeah Hispanic in general, but then you have a couple of different uh, subsectors of Hispanic, like yeah. some Colombians, especially. Or, oh, yeah. Um, or even some Puerto Ricans can be as well. Oh, yeah, they'll definitely they are. quick to pull a mm-hmm. knife on you. Well, in this mm-hmm. case, this lady could be Puerto Rican because she <laughs> decides to argue with her husband, yell and scream at him about wanting to bed said friend who left a couple hours ago. Right. She pulls the knife on him and starts poking him in the chest with it. Well, with, the, with the knife. Is it like a steak knife? It's like a, well, whatever, uh, yeah, like, a, like a, a steak knife used to cut a sandwich or something like that. Okay, okay. Then... She decides to grow and bite his penis. How did it get from a steak knife poking in the chest to, all right, I'm going to bite your penis now? Um, Pretty much, you know, uh, jealousy, alcohol. You're in Miami. 
And oh, Miami, there you go. <laughs> go from knife poking, poking the chest. You want a, you want a banger. You want, you want, you want her that yeah. bad. You want her that bad. Well, you're not going to be able to use it. And yeah. he just goes and bites the guy's junk. I'm, I'm still kind of curious. Like, was this like over clothing bite, or was it like yeah, straight no, flesh? This is over clothing bite. Okay. at the bar. Oh my gosh. This, so right. this is like. A finishing move in like Street Fighter, like <laughs> finishing. Oh, I mean, uh, Mortal Kombat. God, I know my fighting games. I'm I'm a nerd. I know ashamed, my fighting games. Yeah, I should be ashamed. Yeah, a Mortal Kombat finishing move. But I mean, the transition from knife poking to biting his junk at a bar. Mm. So obviously, she was taken away and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. But. So, Do you think that they can come back from this? I don't know because I, on one hand, I'm thinking, thank God she didn't take the knife and like stab down there. Yeah. Right. Oh because yeah. That yeah, could have yeah. been way worse. So maybe she was thinking in her head, look, I don't like you, but I don't like you enough to actually cause a lot of damage. True, because she could have cut it off, and then oh, he'd have to go yeah. get a huge jacked up truck to compensate. <laughs> exactly. Woo. So I don't know. That. Probably. And, and knowing Florida couples, yeah, they'll probably be back together the next day. <laughs> Immediate eight AM Facebook post. I love my I love my girlfriend. Exactly. She's my world. <laughs> Pictures together. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Even though she just bit through my uh <laughs> my lucky denim. Oh man. You'd be like, I, I made her upset. It was my fault. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So she's uh she's in jail right now. I don't think I don't know if you can come back from that, but uh that's a pretty crazy ass story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so, oh man, I don't, that's, that's hard, one, hard one to judge. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Definitely, definitely. We'll hold it up. All right, so now we're going to move into our next segment, uh, which is one of our, our your favorite Absolutely segment, the uh, favorite. Florida Man versus the World. This is where we find stories around the world that kind of reek of Florida. <laughs> yes. So we're going to call, We're gonna. I'm going to go on with the first story. We're going to call this uh, Holy Moly. Holy moly. Okay. So, Stubbs, are you a uh, God-fearing churchgoer? Yeah. I'll, so, I'm not super... I haven't gone to church in quite a long time, uh, but I am religious, yes. Okay. So, so have you ever noticed the um, stained glass paintings outside the church? and Very old what, school. What they depict? Uh, it's very old school. Um, and actually, a lot of the ones I've been to uh, are just mo- mainly mosaics, so okay. they don't really... Pre- they don't really show one sort of image unless it's one main image, like above gotcha. the altar or something. Uh, but yeah, every now and then, it's usually like either Jesus or some angels or something. Uh, gotcha. In the stained glass. So, uh, do you also remember those YouTube videos where they would show um, different interpretations of uh, people that saw X-rated things inside of Disney movies? Like, uh, like Aladdin, they might be a wiener that people think is a wiener because because people are just animals. Yeah, that was the palace or the word sex and the the dust from uh, Mufasa dying. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these people are just reaching because they're just so repressed. It's all about content. Horny. They have nothing better to do. (laughs) So, all right. So, (laughs) the location for this church was not given. But a lady named Rosie took to social media to share a, the, a picture she saw outside of a church of a stained glass painting of Mary holding Jesus. And you let, uh, let's pull the picture up and you let me know what you see. Let's do it. What do you see here, Stubbs? Uh, I see two pictures. Uh, 
Let's see, the one on the left, I can't really make out. It's kind of small for us. Um, but it looks like someone getting baptized uh, in the back left. Mm-hmm. And then right away, in the, right above us, sort of, right above you, I see either an angel or a woman holding who I'm assuming to be Jesus. So, and that's what I see. Yeah, that's kind of what I also see too. But if you look toward his thigh, that shading looks like either he is getting a divine hand job oh boy or she's really really holding holding jesus <laughs> i mean stained glass do you know anyone that does stained glass no i don't uh it's very difficult no, i can imagine it is uh, especially if you do it well um and depending on what glass is available and how stained it is and art in general too you go for lights and shading so maybe the artist thought that shading the inner <laughs> thigh there was a good idea but then if you look on the outside leg the outer thigh is yeah. shaded which is weird too uh it almost looks like a i don't know like a tassel maybe i think i think the uh artist for this particular piece used the shading to kind of add depth mm. and wasn't really thinking about the leg being bent at that particular angle to look like she was stroking Jesus. I will say, uh, when was the last time you went to church, Corn? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, so when you were in church, uh, were you 100% focused on the pastor or whatever sermon was going on at the time? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so your mind never wandered at all because it was, might be kind of boring and not really suiting. You and know, never. Just... And nothing can break my focus. All right. So for me, my mind wandered all the time. <laughs> And I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, Of course, I'm just Uh, fucking. Especially being younger, if you have an older pastor, tends to get kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, So my first thing is whoever uh, whoever brought this up obviously wasn't interested into the sermon. (laughs) (laughs) She was way gone (laughs) right at the time. Clearly, this person is uh, straight away from their faith. Yeah. And then two is probably a good thing she was actually in church if she's having these sort of images or thoughts. That's that's very true. Very very. So she posted this on social media, and then. Thousands of comments later, puns about divine <laughs> sausage and the such. But think of. I mean, <laughs> I mean, man. I mean, how did how did that get approved? I mean, it's not like it's not like with the Disney movies. It's kind of just subtle, or it's open to your interpretation. This is kind of just in your face. Just oh, okay. There's a sex act going on here. Yeah, uh, I've. Yeah, I have no idea what to say, but I definitely think that she definitely was interested. She needed to be in church if she's having this sort of uh, be able to pick out these sort of things and reaching towards it. So I'm very surprised she didn't burst into flames when she walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're probably gonna hit a little bit of music here. So, yeah, um, cool. So, a very good story to kind of start off uh, our last uh, Florida Man versus the World. Um, mine's getting ready to start right here. Um, I decided that in in sort of celebration of the upcoming holiday, which is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? I figured that I would pick a story that came out of one of our first uh, settlements, if you will, okay. uh, where Thanksgiving <laughs> was first had. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know your history? Do you know where we the first Thanksgiving was held? Um. Not offhand. All right, so it was held in Plymouth, 
which is now in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Okay. So I picked out a story that's in Massachusetts. Uh, just for a little bit like, hey, you know, Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. All right. So what you have coming up on your screen right now, if you're watching, if you're not, I'm getting ready to tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's a great picture, um, which I think Corn makes um, all the time. Uh, you have kids, right? <laughs> too way too many. Right. So uh, you have you have a, probably someone that's in that three to five, three to seven range. Yeah. Okay. So do you ever make this face at your kids that are, that are in that range? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Every time they, uh, I ask them to do something. And this is almost the kind of the face that they give me when I ask them to do something. Hey, clean up after your dog. Hey, do your chores. Hey, get dressed for school. Yeah, so this this gentleman here, which is a 29-year-old Benny Garcia, once again out of Massachusetts, uh, isn't making this face uh, at his kid. He's actually making it at his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so why did I ask you about the kids? Okay, so when you send your, your son or daughter or your children, whoever you have, off to, to school, um, do you always know what they're carrying with them at any given time in their oh, bags? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. We we so was never yeah. surprised at all. Yeah, my wife have. and I we make we double check their bags, make sure there's no contraband or <laughs> they're not trying to sneak a toy or a Nerf gun to school because you know we don't want a, a, a hostage situation or something. Yeah, you never know, right? So uh, there's been re- a lot of recent stories recently. I think there's one recently, uh, not of here, but of a gun. What speaking of yeah. that, uh, a young young kid took. Yeah, I usually just leave my AR-15 on the couch, but. <laughs> it, I, I've been sure trying to be a little bit better out, right? about that. Yeah, just as long as you have the ammunition out. Yeah, that's right. So. Never take my guns. Right. <laughs> well, no, so uh, this year, number 29-year-old, typical millennial father, um, has a five-year-old son uh, who's in <laughs> kindergarten, right? Okay. Uh, so his five-year-old son showed up to school one day um, and decided to pull out this l- little, like, to show his friend something that he had from home. Ah, okay. okay? And what he pulled out, uh, he showed him, it was uh, it was small in size. Okay. It had gold sides. It had a stamp of Spider-Man on the front. Oh, okay. Okay. And inside was a nice, like, uh, snowy, powdery substance <laughs> in it. Okay. 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 So, what do you think uh, would happen if if a, think back to maybe when you were five or ten, uh, and someone said, "Hey, I have this thing, and when I taste or eat it, I can I become Superman." Um, Would you th- try it? Yes, because I'm pretty sure that is the uh, pixie candy, the uh, can- the uh, sugar sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the sugar I powder sticks. Way long, yes, old school. Yeah, yeah. you just you empty those into a, a baggie, and uh, yeah. yeah. So that's exactly what happened. His five year old son told his friends that whenever he tastes or eat this white, fluffy substance, uh, snowy substance, that he becomes Superman, and mm-hmm. he then uh, proceeded to taste it. And when the teacher walked by, she noticed that there's this little baggie that she has that <laughs> has this white powdery substance in it. Uh, and she asked him some questions and found, asked him where she got it. And he said, I got it from uh, my living room, my dad's living room at home. So once she found out that he actually tasted it, she immediately called the school nurse. They called the police, got him to the hospital. Uh, the police did test the powder. It was 100% positive for cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I guess cocaine will turn you to Superman. Uh, it can. So you have personal experience with uh, using uh, cocaine for Superman. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. 
<laughs> right. So, <laughs> good catch. Uh, <laughs> cheers. cheers, right? So when uh, the father was questioned, uh, he was immediately arrested, obviously, for a child endangerment. Um, when the police went to his house for to sort of kind of look around what's going on, like how this kid get a bag of cocaine, mm-hmm. they found 38 more bags of cocaine. <laughs> Same oh, stamp with superheroes. Oh, like, trafficking. I know, trying to be all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Uh, found two bags of heroin. In there as well. Uh, you know, I mean, he was really trying to bring some Thanksgiving to some people, you know, Man. with all this. And then on top of it, he was recently on probation for a drug charge in 2018 as well. So once a defender, or once an offender, always an offender. Um, obviously, father of the year here uh, goes to this guy letting his kid become Superman. Would you ever give your kids anything if they could become Superman? Um, No, I, def- <laughs> I, I, I definitely wouldn't. And, but... I would, uh, but clearly this guy failed Criminal 101. <laughs> so how would you do it better? <laughs> I will, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Right. Right. <laughs> but he's still incarcerated, uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting for the next step. Uh, his child, unfortunately, I mean, this is a hard thing, uh, has been placed into Child Protective Services. Ooh, uh, and it's always hard when a child is ripped away from the family. Uh, but I mean, obviously, it's probably a better case for this person or this for this kid because of such a neglectful yeah. father. But yeah, definitely. All jokes aside, I would so. never do anything to jeopardize the, the lives of my children. But uh, man, just this guy is just right. So, so those are our two stories. We want to hear what you have over the break. Um, so, send us stories at flmantoday.com. Uh, send us all you got because we'll, we'll be reading them for sure. All right, moving along, uh, we're going to our feel section here. And what you see on your screen right now is not a whole bunch of hippies that are trying to do yard yoga. Throw some sort of flash mob. And that's exactly what it is, actually, Corn. So good job. Yeah. So it is a flash mob. This comes out of Miami-Dade County. Oh, pop-pop is trending. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this comes out of Miami-Dade County. And earlier this week, a whole bunch of nonprofits got together to try to bring awareness and some fundraising to a project called the, I believe it's called the Underline, um, is the name of the project itself. And what this is, uh, in, like I said, once again, in Miami-Dade County, what this Underline does, it's a 8 to 10 mile stretch of trail, uh, kind of like a concrete jungle almost, a concrete trail, but it goes under the metro okay. that they have down there. Um, and the whole point on it is to to create a walking trail, a biking trail, have some parks on the side, you know, kind of that whole city beautification sort of project. Yeah. Uh, and it's all nonprofit work that's done for it. So people who are building it is all nonprofit agencies. So once again, a whole bunch of local nonprofits got together, decided to, hey, Let's let's go out in the middle of morning rush hour traffic in Miami Dade and, <laughs> and put on a put on a flash mob, which they did. Uh, they got a lot of attention, uh, raised some money. Uh, they're going to start having the first part of the trail is due to be finished uh, in about eight months. So summer of 2020 should be the first part. So really good project for Miami Dade. Like I said, to make it more walkable, um, have a lot of like good parks. You know, just kind of do a little bit of city beautification. Nice. That's definitely a good thing for the for the area. Yeah, for sure. All right. And uh, continuing with our next segment on uh, Movember for uh, issues related to men and their health, uh, we're going to talk talk about uh, liver cancer today. Um, your liver is basically your, or your largest organ in your body, and it helps your body digest food, store energy, and remove toxins and poisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, some risk factors for liver cancer include having hepatitis B or C, 
heavy alcohol use, whoops, um, <laughs> cirrhosis or scarring of the liver, having an iron storage deficiency, and being obese and or having diabetes. Um, some uh, symptoms may include a lump or pain, usually in the right side of your abdomen or yellowing of the skin. Uh, but however, um, by the time those by the time those symptoms are showing, it's usually too, too late. late. Yeah. Was, so that's why it's things. really important for our men out there to get screened uh, every six months, once a year. Make sure you're going to a doctor and getting uh, treatment or getting a, a, a health screening. Um, to uh, treat liver cancer, you have uh, sometimes surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, or liver transplant. Hmm. Um, usually, um, it's uh, liver cancer has tripled more since 1980, Whew. and there are about 5.5 million Americans that have Current, been affected yeah. by wow. liver cancer. <clears throat> wow. For some more information about liver cancer, you have the Liver Cancer Foundation at uh, liverfoundation.org, mm -hmm. and you have the ILCA which is at the uh, ilca-online.org. You can check them out for more information on liver cancer. Yeah, liver cancer is uh, is definitely a big deal. I mean, a lot of men, uh, we're going to be a little, um, we're going to lean a little bit more towards the men's uh, side. I mean, we're talking about myself. Uh, do like drinking, right? It's yeah. sort of something that, that we like to do. I'm not saying that women don't, but men yeah. men do as well. Um, and back in 2015, actually, I was uh, diagnosed with a high lipoid count uh, in my liver, uh, and they they made me stop drinking for six months uh, to go do some rechecks just to make sure it wasn't cancerous, to make sure that everything kind of went back together, and it, it was. So I stopped drinking for six months, and it went back down. Uh, no issue since, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, but not everyone is as lucky uh, as that. So definitely talk to your doctor. Make sure you get uh, checked up. Uh, but just, it all starts with a checkup. Definitely get checked out. Do those yearly checkups. Absolutely. It could definitely save your life. So we're not going to be here next week, uh, which is the end of November. Um, so check out our glorious beards and, and uh, mustaches <laughs> that we have or, now. Or whatever I'm growing. We'll both post <laughs> a picture on flmantoday.com uh, from uh, from November 30th uh, so you can see what our final uh, beard product is. We hope you guys that are out there or those people that are able to grow facial hair are doing it. Once again, in support of November for men's health. Very definitely, important. definitely jealous over here. Good right. Lord. So speaking of not being here next week, uh, this is our final season episode. So season yeah. finale. We've uh, been here for 11 weeks now, 11 episodes, successful, Thank you. fun times. Thank you everybody for tuning in and checking us out, taking the time to spend your Sunday with us. That's right. I know it's uh, 9, 9.30. Sometimes we go a little over if you're listening to us on your morning drive yeah. or back home from work. Just something to have a little bit of comic relief uh, in, your, <laughs> in your day. Hopefully we brought that to you. That's our point. That's what we want to do. Um, we know that we tend to make fun of a lot of people, uh, but it's mostly the stories that we try to make fun of, not necessarily the people themselves, yeah. so that does kind of beat over. Uh, we, we understand that. Uh, we want to hear what you want to hear from us coming up in our next season, which will begin early next year. Uh, shoot us all your insights uh, or recommendations, your stories. You can either email those to us at stories at fmntoday.com or uh, post them on our social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FLMantoday. 
Um, so any of those avenues, you can definitely reach out to us um, to let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see. Uh, we have some great ideas that we're going to be implementing, some new yeah. segments for next season. I'm so excited you for You guys next get ready. It's going to be so much fun. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, give us those likes. Give us those thumbs up. Give us those five stars uh, so we can continue going because uh, we want to bring uh, some awesome content to you guys. All right. All right. Um, once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in with us and joining us for our final show this season. Um, thank you for uh, taking your time out of your busy weekend to spend with us here on this Sunday evening. Once again, uh, stay up with us through social media. Right. And uh, next year, look out for more bonus content from us. Uh, once again, signing off, I'm Corn And I'm Stubbs. Stay, stay classy, classy, Florida. Florida.